the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. In Washington, another ruling on vaccine mandates. A federal appeals court panel ruling President Biden's vaccine mandate for larger private employers can take effect. The two-to-one ruling from the 6th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals reverses a lower court ruling that had paused the requirement. That is Jason Walker reporting. U.S. officials say all of the military services have now begun disciplinary actions and discharges for troops who refused to get the mandated coronavirus vaccine. Pentagon Press Secretary John Kirby speaking yesterday. This is a valid military medical requirement, the vaccine. Uh, it makes for a more ready force, uh, and it is in the secretary's authorities uh, to set those mandatory Uh, military readiness requirements. At this time, as many as 20,000 unvaccinated forces are at risk of being removed from service. This is SRN News. High school sports are as American as apple pie. And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in Minnesota knows, you can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love. If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, chances are you'd look good in stripes too we want to hear from you we need to hear from you no officials means no games no stripes means no stars and what kind of america would that be minnesota needs more high school officials go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more that's highschoolofficials.com I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard People. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Is it his time? Yes! 
Where's your hat? Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. It's the King Banyan Show, your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. Oh, God, that's all I need. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Let's go while we're young. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. Good morning. Welcome, King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. Thank you for listening today. Last live show of 2021 today. So we are we are at our stations and ready for calls. 651-289-4477. What do you think 2022 is going to look like? This is that period of time where I start developing the forecast, getting ready to... Usually it's late January, early February when I when I bring out uh, a local forecast. And it starts now for me by thinking about what does the national environment look like. Uh, if you follow the uh, show with, with the hashtag pound KBRS uh, for King Banyan Radio Show, K- KBRS. I think KBS was taken by something else and just KBRS is an easier is an easier hashtag that seldom gets used by anybody other than us. Um, the, if you go to, if you follow us there, you will find, uh, over the last, uh, 48 hours, I have posted, uh, the results of the latest economic survey, uh, that we've done here in central Minnesota. Uh, we, we talk to about 50, between 45 and 50 businesses each quarter. We ask them a set of standard questions and we ask them some special questions, the special questions were interesting. We spent a lot of time uh, in, in this. In, in this, and you can see the entire podcast. Uh, we have a podcasted hour of uh, the presentation that you can see. You can read what was in the St. Cloud Times last Sunday in terms of our report. If you like, if you like your numbers good and hard, a lot of people those tell me that they uh, really enjoy the podcast, and you're certainly welcome to do that. We keep those all here at the repository. Uh, at St. Cloud State, and we thank the uh, University Library here for being our partner and storing all that stuff. You can get every report going back to 1999 uh, if, you, if you're interested in that. Uh, if, if you're interested in seeing the history, particularly of this region, uh, that's a good place for you to go. So one of the things that we'll probably talk about, we'll definitely talk about the Federal Reserve a lot today. But this is that point where it's it's we're you know it's the last show of the year. It's the Saturday after commencement. So yesterday I had on the regalia. We hooded uh, about I think five master students because normally the the December commencement ceremony is pretty small. Um, had about fifty five of our students mark uh, from our school. We're we're a small school. In case you're new to the show, uh, because you're maybe visiting, visiting us, or maybe you've just discovered the Biz 1440, um, I am the the uh, introduction identifies me as a professor of economics. I've been teaching here at St. Cloud State since 1984, uh, and uh, for the last seven and a half years, I've had the privilege of serving as dean of the School of Public Affairs. So, I get to I get to help put the hoods on our our master's students and I get to uh, 
Well, we're not shaking hands too much right now unless the student really wants to, but I get, lot, I get lots of uh, elbow bumps uh, from, uh, from students as they, as they march, and it's a, it's a great time. That, that ended for me midday yesterday, and after that I start thinking about, you know, because my, my life goes in a cycle this way, um, I think about two things. One, the Christmas cards aren't out. I got to work on the Christmas cards, and then second, I have to think about next year's forecast because it's only really once I get past commencement that I have time enough to do this. So I think we've reached that point now, and I believe we are we're ready to uh, start developing that forecast. So I have to start from the national level, and I work my way down because national conditions drive what happens locally. And it's in that sense that what happened at the Federal Reserve on Wednesday was significant. Not so much, and I'm going to talk a lot about the actions they're taking and, to me, more importantly, the actions they're not taking. The, the, there's less to what happened than meets the eye. Um, I think I was talking with, uh, with Sean just before the show about this. Uh, but I've said to somebody, I think in the last, in the le- I think today, so it probably is Sean, because I don't think I've talked to anybody but Sean and my wife uh, yet. There was really uh, an impression I got on Wednesday. So I'm in my office, and, and it's, it's, final, it's, it's finals week, and there's lots of activity because people are trying to get things done before they go away for break, and they, everybody wants a meeting and so forth. So I'm sitting in my office. I've got things happening. I've even I've got a meeting I'm attending, but over on the over on the, and I'm I'm sitting in front of my screen in my office right now. So over in an upper corner on on one of my monitors, I have just muted the press conference. And right below it, I've got a live chart of the stock market. So I'm trying to watch what's happening there, what's happening here. And I'm, and I'm thinking, this is kind of a weird thing. So as everybody expected, the Fed announced that they're going to speed up tapering. The Fed announced, basically said, we'll have room for rate hikes sooner than we thought. And... The Fed issued its summary of economic projections, which it does four times a year, and this was one of the meetings where they would do so. They issued its summary of economic projections and embedded in it, it was a statement, of three interest rate hikes for 2022. The median forecast, and I should I should remind uh, listeners, particularly if you are new, the summary of economic projections is a statement a set of projections that sums up all seven governors of, uh, governors of the Federal Reserve Board and the 12 presidents of the Fed. Now, not all of them are there. We got, we've got one opening still. Uh, we're going to have some more openings shortly. Um, but what you're seeing is the fact that you have more and more, you had more and more people leaning in this direction. So I'm looking at the, I'm looking in my meeting right when they published the statement I'm, and, and the summary of economic projections. 
and the market's like, Whoa, okay, they're tightening. And you see, you know, you see an interest rate rise. You see interest rates rise. The spread between the between the two year and the ten year rate, which I'm going to talk about a little bit today, goes up. And it's like, okay, yep, everyone's kind of now factoring in that tightening is happening and maybe it's a little bit faster than they thought. While the press conference is happening, I've got meetings going on, so it's one thirty when, when Powell comes on and makes the statement. It's now one forty five and I'm watching the I'm watching the tickers. And the market's going up. And the spread between the two and the ten year rate, which is something I tend to watch pretty closely, is going down. And I'm like, hmm, well, that's interesting. wonder what's going on there. I can't stop to look. I can't even listen to the conference. And I already planned on that. I plan to listen to it later in the day. So so it ends, and I got, I've watched that. And I now have got the I, – I, so I finished my day Wednesday. I go, I go home, uh, and somewhere after dinner, I slip down to the basement and – and put on the TV, the YouTube uh, of the uh, a YouTube which had the entire press conference. Now I'm watching the press conference, and my first reaction was, "Sounds like he kind of did what he needed to do. He got everybody to agree to. He got everybody to come online with this without actually rattling the market at all. That's kind of his job. He's supposed to do that, right? You're not supposed to rattle the market." And he did it, and maybe this, maybe he he land, he stuck the landing. Um, even though my skepticism of the Fed, which is longstanding, um, is that if they actually can maneuver interest rate uh, interest rates and the tapering in such a way that they can get inflation back to two percent without without causing a sharp recession like happened in the 1980s, it would be the first time they'd done that. And I always tell people, theoretically they can do what they say they're going to do, but they've never done it in practice before. So if you want to believe that the Fed can accomplish what it's saying it's going to accomplish... You have to believe that what they've what they're doing now is something that they've never been able to do before, but this time they'll get it right. I think you're welcome to have some skepticism about that. I think you're welcome to think ah, they might get something wrong, and I do think. And so to get to my get to the start of this point, in 2022, right now the Federal Reserve is saying. That it believes that in that it believes in its heart of hearts, it says we are expecting uh, that uh, that GDP growth in 2022 is going to be four percent. If that's true, that really that really makes a lot of the forecasts that I'm doing for the local economy fit. It fits a 4% world. But I see lots of things out there that make me wonder, is the Fed right to expect 4% a 4% a 4%, uh, a 4% GDP growth rate? Is the Fed right to expect the unemployment rate to um, 
the unemployment rate to land where where it says it's going to land at uh, at three and a half percent for 2022 and 2023. And does it really think that it can accomplish all that while having core PCE inflation really only increase by about four tenths of percent on the median? versus where it was before, versus a 4.4% projection now for 2021. That's what you have to believe. And when you put that together with what the Fed said, you have to you have to come to the conclusion, boy, a lot of things have to go really right. And there's a lot of things that are under the surface that we really haven't gotten to yet. So we're going to play you some of the we're going to play you the prepared remarks of the press conference. I actually don't have anything from the from the Q and A because because well, frankly, I just ran out of time. Um, but uh, we did cut up the uh, press conference, the the statement itself, and we're going to reflect on that right after this. You are listening to the King Banyan Show on the Biz fourteen forty. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Listen to The Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. You need an accurate thermometer to check for fever, a potential sign of flu or COVID. Be vigilant and contact your medical provider at the first sign of fever. Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate in more than 100 clinical studies. Exergen Temporal Scanners are available at Walmart and other fine retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. That's E-X-E-R-G-E-N.com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony I'm Madrid. Staff Sergeant Smith Akal. I'm Staff Sergeant I'm Alex Staff Stevens. Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I'm proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I am proud to be a member. And I'm proud to serve in the United States. And I am proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com. Well, I moved into the house in uh, the summer of 2018, and the siding was terrible. Hi, I'm Dave from Matamidi. I got a hold of JTR through friends. It almost looked like uh, a giraffe. There were dark stains where the water had saturated the old paint that was on it, but there were other things that needed addressing, and uh, there were a multitude of things from putting doors in and railings and and doing some electrical and things like that, all of which 
JTR gladly folded into the contract and took care of for me. It was an amazing transformation. In fact, my brother-in-law, who had visited before we had the siding done, when he came back about a month after it had been done, he stopped out in front of the house and called me and said, what's your address again? Because he couldn't believe the difference. Contact JTR Roofing now for your siding, roofing, and window needs. iBelieve.com helps women wrestle with the deeper issues of their faith. Drop by for blogs and daily devotionals for women, plus articles on relationships, health and beauty, parenting, and more. At iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. iBelieve.com. Inflation's getting higher. Makes it hard on the buyer. Unemployment on the rise. Gasoline issues are with lines. Rent being paid late. I have to tell you, before we started the show, I had never heard this song. But uh, that, which I think is somehow stored as a regular song of the King Banyan show here on the Biz 1440. Um, it's, it's pretty amazing. Um, as... Um, Someone who loved loved the Shaft movies from the nineteen seventies. That just sort of that sort of fills a lot of uh, fills a lot of requirements for me in terms of uh, bumper music. Uh, so so uh, thank you for that, Sean. Uh, that, I, yeah, I got I got you know. To me, Richard Roundtree was an underappreciated actor. Um, I'm just leaving that right there. Uh, 651-289-4477 to call. Questions and comments. We are going to talk. We're going to talk Fed for a while. Uh, I got some other things to discuss uh, to boot, but I, what I definitely wanted to get across to you is thinking about what the Fed actually did versus what happened. So again, what happened on the market was largely, you know, a first initial. Oh, they did it. And then everyone's like, oh, I guess this won't be so bad after all. After all. Uh, Joseph Gagnon, at, uh, at, who writes for the Peterson Institute for International Economics at the uh, Real-Time Economic Issues Watch blog, which is, which is a good blog uh, worth, uh, worth reading. This is the group that, uh, that, uh, where uh, uh, Jason Furman, uh, President Obama's head of uh, the Council of Economic Advisors, uh, works. Uh, so I tend to I tend to read it to make sure I've tapped that side of uh, that side of the opinion world, uh, economic opinion world, to some extent or another. It's pretty reliable as a signal on that. Um, even has this kind of gushing paragraph in it. The Fed's decision may have hit a sweet spot by appearing to be on top of concerns about inflation without actually promising a tight monetary stance that could threaten economic growth. Financial markets seem to agree. Bond and foreign exchange markets barely budged on the news, while equity prices rose a bit after initially falling. I guess, I guess it could be a sweet spot if the purpose of monetary policy was not to upset the financial markets. The financial markets are not the goal. The financial markets might be a constraint 
I don't think they should be as much of a constraint as they seem to be. But they can be a constraint. That's okay. I guess. Um, and, and so let's talk about what it was he said. So we have a series of, of clips, uh, from, and this is just in the first minute. First of all, I thought his comments were longer than average. I went back and looked at some of the others. I guess they are the average length in terms of word count. Maybe he spoke more slowly, but it felt like I'd been... It turned out it was eight minutes. I I felt like I had been listening for 15. Um, and part of it was, was I'm trying to really listen to every word because at the moment I was listening to it for the first time, I didn't have the full transcript. And then, and then once it was published the next morning, I go back and I listen and follow the transcript while I'm listening. So because there was so much of the this I wanted for Sean to do... We're just going to listen to that first eight minutes of it, not in its entirety. We've 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 cut this up and cut some stuff out, but uh, this should give you a feel for what the Fed, through Chairman Powell, wanted to say. So let's start with with its reflections on what the mar- what economic conditions look like. This is uh, cut number one, please. Well, I think I think the Fed needs oh, to be no, sorry. more stop, measure. Stop. Stops. Okay, I need the Powell cuts. Um, I, I just realized we numbered them the wrong way. So, so if I if I've got this right, then that would be cut number five. In addition, in light of the strengthening labor market and elevated inflation pressures, we decided to speed up the reductions in our asset purchases. As I will explain, economic developments and changes in the outlook warrant this evolution of monetary policy, which will continue to provide appropriate support for the economy. So that's the first. Okay, got it. Um, so, so again, he talked about. So it starts by saying we're keeping the interest rate at zero, but we're speeding up the reductions of asset purchase. He says that right off the bat. Right off the bat, this is um, so. Economic developments, changes in the outlook. So what, what is the change in the outlook? Well, for that, you have to go to the summary of economic projections. And I'll, I'll, tweet this at, I'll tweet this out to you again at the break, although if you go to the Federal Reserve's page, you can find it right there. Again, we'll say, in 20, so in 2021, GDP growth uh, forecasted to 5.5 versus 5.9 in September. In 2022, GDP growth 4% versus 3.8 in September. And in 2023, 2.2 versus 2.5 in September. No change in the long-run growth rate of 1.8%. That's their perception of how fast things will grow. On the unemployment rate, and I thought this this is the part that's going to be quite, <clears throat> quite a challenge and interesting for us. In September, they projected the, the, the unemployment rate by December of 21 to be at 4.8%. Now they're at 43 For 2022, they've now moved to a projection of 3.5% unemployment versus 38 
implicitly, as you'll hear in a moment or two, maybe we won't get to that clip until after the break, um, that 3.5 number appears to be where they think the long, they think that at least for a while, the, the full employment rate of unemployment lives. They think it's at that 3.5% number. And you'll say, yeah, but the 3.5%, that's, you know, with a labor force. And, and Stay tuned. He's going to say something like this. And then also, and I think more importantly, PCE inflation in the projections for 21, the median forecast is at 5.3% versus a projection of 4.2% in September, meaning now that that their, their projection for 22 is at 2.6 and 2.7 for core versus 2.2% back in September for 2022 and 2.3 for core. These projections play a role because basically in the summer in the in the speech he gives, the prepared remarks he gives, he's got the graphics from the summary of economic projections playing behind him um, in his in these new uh, uh, virtual press conferences that the Fed is doing. Um, so he says that, and so. Let's move on and play cut number six, please. Amid improving labor market conditions and very strong demand for workers, the economy has been making rapid progress toward maximum employment. Job gains have been solid in recent months, averaging 378,000 per month over the last three months. The unemployment rate has declined substantially, falling six-tenths of a percentage point since our last meeting and reaching 4.2% in November. The recent improvements in labor market conditions have narrowed the differences in employment across groups, especially for workers at the lower end of the wage distribution, as well as for African Americans and Hispanics. That last sentence. So if you're wanting to raise, if you're deciding you need to tighten policy, given what the Fed has said, that it needs maximum employment, they needed to, and, and the fact that over the last six to nine months, over the last six to nine months, they've been saying, yeah, the unemployment rate's coming down, but for groups that we care about, these subgroups, including those by, determined by demographic uh, conditions, those who are at, have uh, low-wage jobs, et cetera, we needed to think about them. They're, so in one, in, in one half of one sentence... The Fed says, yeah, that, that's okay now. <laughs> Those things are fine. You don't need to worry about maximum employment anymore. Uh, uh, you don't need to worry about that stuff with different groups. Uh, it's okay. I don't notice that anybody really paid attention to this, but, but boy, they, they kicked that condition to the, to the curb pretty darn quick because, as you'll hear coming up, the inflation they'll admit, really kind of did take them by surprise. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz, 1440. Got those inflation blues Yes, I have
Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about 100% drug-free Relief Factor. I've been taking Relief Factor for years now to help me deal with pain in my body. My wife takes it as well. The reason we tell everyone uh, we know about it is simple. We found it really works to help our bodies fight off the inflammation that causes aches and pains. Whether it's the pain of injuries you've sustained or just the natural pains from the mileage over the years, Relief Factor can help. I've never looked back. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-764-2179. 800-764-2179. 800-764-2179. 800-764-2179. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Every day. The men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, we have served our nation as a force in readiness. From combat operations to humanitarian assistance in every corner of the world. No matter where the mission takes us today, or wherever our country needs us tomorrow, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for each other, for our nation, for us all, the few, the proud, the Marines. Boy, I gotta tell you, the uh, the uh, playlist for this show, which you'll find on uh, Spotify later, uh, we're gonna have to keep this one. Um, uh, you, you never go wrong when you drop BB King in, but uh, he's uh, but you've now played a song. I'm like, what is that? I don't know that one, but uh, but that sound that sounds excellent uh, too. Uh, we're talking about the Fed and their and their pieces. I'm trying to figure out who wrote Inflation Blues because I don't think BB wrote. I don't know that BB wrote the lyrics to that. Do you? Uh, I I don't. Uh, so we'll have to figure that out. Um, 
It gives credits to Alexander and Southern, and I don't know what that is, but B.B. King was born Riley King. Uh, so I'm just I'm curious whether or not uh, whether or not uh, he helped write those lyrics, and if not, who came up with them? Because the look up Inflation Blues BB King lyrics and read the lyrics of it; they are just fantastic. Uh, you will you will very much you will very much uh, uh, like that. But I, I don't I don't think he wrote it. But I don't know who those writers are. And if they were his regular writers or not. Anyway, we're not here to talk about that. Um, um, uh, so we'll we'll figure we'll figure out uh, what's what's going on there. But uh, in the meantime, let's get back to the press conference. So the Fed the Fed's been out and basically says, okay, we're going to double the it it, it 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 he says right up front, there's no messing around. Even though the, the statement's already out, so people know what's what he's going to say he says right up front here's what we're doing we're leaving interest rates at zero we're doubling the rate the rate at which we're doubling the rate at which we are reducing the amount of additional stimulus we're adding to the economy we are reducing that we're we are reducing that and we're heading for maximum employment and that maximum employment hey it's going to be it's going to be um we're going to get there. The Fed says 3.5% unemployment for 2022, and that they think that they're going to then hold that number for 2023 and 2024. Um, that's, their current, that's their current projection. Let's go ahead and move on. This should be cut number seven, please, Sean. Labor force participation showed a welcome rise in November, but remains subdued, in part reflect, reflecting the aging of the population and retirements. In addition, some who otherwise would be seeking work report that they are out of the labor force because of factors related to the pandemic, including caregiving needs and ongoing concerns about the virus. At the same time, employers are having difficulties filling job openings and wages are rising at their fastest pace in many years. Now, this was interesting because later on, and I don't have that particular clip, he talks about Powell talks in answer to a question about, you know, what got you to really sort of sort of decide that the labor market was doing well? And he said, you, there was a report on the employment cost index, which is a BLS measure for, for which is broader, it's wages and benefits and so forth. And he said, wow, that number went up a lot more than I thought. And it happened right after the last meeting. He said, boy, you know what, if I'd had that number... He didn't say maybe we made a mistake, but he 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 sort of implied that number came as a surprise to me and and started to change my thinking about this. What I found interesting about this as I listened to it the second time was these were all things you were talking about, you know, in the last three or four press conferences, and now you cite them. And you say the unemployment rate's going to three and a half percent, and and everything should be hunky dory, um, and and so therefore, you just sort of moved on to the next, the, to the next piece, which is what happened. Basically, the inflation piece got him to be quite concerned. The inflation piece apparently just overwhelmed 
all of the other impression that he had in place. Let's go ahead and play cut number eight, please, Sean. To the pandemic and the reopening of the economy have continued to contribute to elevated levels of inflation. In particular, bottlenecks and supply constraints are limiting how quickly production can respond to higher demand in the near term. These problems have been larger and longer lasting than anticipated, exacerbated by waves of the virus. As a result, overall inflation is running well above our 2% longer run goal and will likely continue to do so well into next year. Now, here's the interesting thing about that, that clip. In my mind, they've, they, they have said, for example, that they're after in, in average inflation targeting, right? Long-run average inflation targeting, whatever it is that they wanted to call it. Um, and, and so they say it's running well above their 2% goal, and, and it's going to be there for a while. I read to you in the previous segment that the inflation forecast for 2022 went from 2.2% in September to now 2.6%, and core PCE from 2.3 to 2.7. However, 2023 and 2024 barely moved. The, the the inflation forecast is up one tenth of one percent for 2023, and then it's not. There's no change in the 2024 numbers. That doesn't seem to be one at all. I find that that quite interesting. And if you look at at what they did, right? So GDP up one point. So markup one point one percent for 21 versus where they were in September. Markup. Four tenths of percent in 22, mark up the one tenth in 2023. If you look at the entirety of the 2020s, after they said because the 2010s ran below 2% for a long time, they needed to run it above 2% for a while, they've now moved their average inflation forecast for the 2020s from 2.2% to 2.36%, is cited by. Uh, uh, Scott Sumner at his blog, The Money Illusion. I'm just really, um, I, I, I wish I could understand why it is that, that he felt, he felt the need to just basically raise that inflation forecast a little bit in this number without really saying that they should have a higher inflation target. Why would you target? So this basically says we're going to accept 2.4% inflation. Suppose they had instead said, "We're it's okay. We're not going to do. We're not going to do this." In fact, I think I'm going to interject this cut here. I think the reason why they're going slow in this, and you'll hear the slowness in the remaining four cuts, I believe we have of of Chairman Powell is because they're they may feel like they've not got a whole lot of room. Let me play let me play for you uh Danielle DiMartino uh uh uh, D, uh D, Daniel DiMartino Booth uh who was on Yahoo Finance uh the other day. She uh writes for Quill Intelligence uh which is a which is a financial information out, uh, firm. She used to work at the Dallas Federal Reserve. I think of her as having a pretty good finger on the pulse of what's happening at the Fed. 
I found these comments very interesting. So play cut number one for me, please. Well, I think I think the Fed needs to be to be more measured than it's being pressured to be and specifically pressured by politicians. So we have to remember that Jay Powell has been one of the most active Fed chairs in the history of the institution in terms of how often he's up on the Hill and how many people in Congress that he's visited with in the meetings that he's had. So he he's feeling tremendous amounts of pressure to 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 try and attack this 39 year high in in inflation. So he is feeling pressure, and that's true. But what I think the case is, is that he may feel, particularly given what's happening in the financial markets regarding interest rates, in the change in the shape of the yield curve, that he doesn't really have as much space to raise rates as he might like. I I think that may very well be, be true. So... Let me go back and find, let's go back and find where we were here. This is from the press conference on Wednesday. Uh, Jay Powell speaking to, speaking, to the, uh, speaking to the financial press at that time, trying to describe what they're doing. This is now cut number nine. Drivers of higher inflation have been predominantly connected to the dislocations caused by the pandemic. Price increases have now spread to a broader range of goods and services. Wages have also risen briskly. But thus far, wage growth has not been a major contributor to the elevated levels of inflation. We are attentive to the risks that persistent real wage growth in excess of productivity could put to upward pressure on inflation. That, to me, was a huge, uh, a huge statement, and I actually backed up and listened to this two or three times to make sure I'd heard, heard the words he's using. Because, I mean, again, this is scripted. They are they are trying to say what they use this statement to tell you what they want to do. Um, we are a, I'm just going to read from the transcript that last sentence. We are attentive to the risks that persistent real wage growth in excess of productivity could put upward pressure on inflation. You're listening to the King Banyan Show, and on this show, we have told you repeatedly, repeatedly that the danger from higher inflation over the last six months has been that it could get embedded into higher wages. We spent time talking a week or two ago about, I think it was two weeks ago, maybe it was just last week, about uh, Deere, uh, John Deere, um, bargaining with the UAW and now having cost of living adjustments, uh, automatic increases being built into the con- into labor contracts for Deer and Company. The signs are there. I think we found what we found the weak spot for the Fed. And we've been we've been saying this for consistently. The danger was when you started to see price increases move into wage increases, they ha- they were going to have to act because they can't let that piece get out of hand. If they do, then they're stuck definitely creating a Volcker-type recession like we had in 1980 and 1982 to fight it. That would, be a, that would be the result of a major policy failure. Let, let me take a break here. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz, 1440. There's a crack up in the sea. 
The Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. It's said that if you don't like the weather, just wait a few minutes and it'll change. Well, the weather isn't the only thing changing. According to our latest research, local business owners today are saying it's getting harder to sustain their business than it was just a few months ago. They also told us that targeting the right audience with their advertising messages is more important than ever. At Salem Surround, our team of local in-market experts take that seriously. We utilize the latest research and marketing technology to deliver media plans that will exceed your expectations. Let Salem Surround show you how we can solve for your marketing challenges by bringing nationwide resources while delivering Main Street solutions. Salem Surround is here to help you through the constant changes. We promise we'll help your business stay ahead of the changing weather. Learn more at surroundmsp.com surroundmsp.com connecting you with new customers said the night wind to the little land tune in now to the station that keeps christ in christmas go tell it on the mountain the fish twin cities.com over the hills and everywhere the soundtrack of the season supported by minnesota adult and teen challenge listen in with the free fish twin cities app you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep. I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No, no wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, Please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across Listen to the King Banyan Show Saturday mornings at 9 here on the Biz 1440. It's the latest economic news, trade information, your monthly jobs report, and much more. Join us this Saturday morning live on the Biz 1440. Sightseeing in Ferris, at the Mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to the Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Welcome back. King Banyan Show, The Biz, 1440. Got it just a little time, so our Fed review is going to run into hour two of the show. We're with you till 11. 651-289-4477, the number to call with questions and comments 651-289-4477 um let's let's um yeah let's let's just continue with uh with 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 this 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 press this uh statement that he made this is the just the first eight minutes of the press conference i'm leaving out all the questions and so forth 
because I, I don't know that they added a whole lot in my mind. I am actually at this moment less interested in what Powell himself has to say and more interested in what the Fed collectively is saying. And and so when he speaks in the first eight minutes, he's speaking on behalf of all of the of the governors and presidents, and it's not his own personal view he's trying to describe, but he's trying to describe some things that are happening right there. I think we're ready for, I think the next one is cut number nine, please, Sean. Drivers of higher inflation have been predominantly connected to the dislocations caused by the pandemic. Price increases have now spread to a broader range of goods and services. Wages have also risen briskly, but thus far, wage growth has not been a major contributor to the elevated levels of inflation. We are attentive to the risks that persistent real wage growth in excess of productivity could put to upward pressure on inflation. Yeah, that's actually, we played that before. That's okay. I, I, people should hear that again, okay? Because I think that that reflected the pain point for the Fed. The Fed still looks at if wages are rising faster than product, real wages are rising faster than productivity growth, that's a problem because businesses right now feel like they can pass on those, those bigger, higher wage increases in terms of higher prices. Uh, that you, you you would have heard that uh, listening to the uh, the survey my survey up here in central Minnesota where two thirds of my businesses say we're going to get more for our products over the next six months than we're getting right now we're going to raise we're going to be able to, they're saying we're going to raise wages we're raising wages because we're going because we see that it's harder for us to find workers and we think we can do this because we can raise prices. The Fed needs to sort of kick that last part out, at least cause businesses to be a little concerned. Otherwise, you could actually reach a 1970s level wage price spiral. Again, I don't think we're there yet, but you'd be closer. Let's go ahead and continue cut number 10, please. We understand that high inflation imposes significant hardship, especially on those least able to meet the higher costs of essentials, like food, housing, and transportation. We are committed to our price stability goal. We will use our tools both to support the economy and a strong labor market and to prevent higher inflation from becoming entrenched. We will be watching carefully to see whether the economy is evolving in line with expectations. So that statement means basically what they had done before. I mean, up to this point, up to Wednesday, the Fed basically said, we're not paying as much attention to inflation. We want to make sure that unemployment is being paid attention to. The Fed is now saying we're going to pivot back to paying more attention to inflation. Yet, I would argue it's not really clear what it is that they're doing. I, so for this, I, I direct you to a, a tweet I put up uh, earlier this morning from uh, the, the, the Fed from a, a blog just called Money and Banking, which is written by uh, two economists at uh, Ohio State, um, that contrasts the FOMC statements in November and December. So in November, they write, the committee decided to keep the target range for the federal funds rate at a zero to quarter percent and expects it will be appropriate to maintain this target 
until labor markets have reached levels consistent with the committee's assessment of maximum employment and inflation has risen to 2% and is on track to moderately exceed 2% for some time. So in other words, maximum employment and we're okay with inflation getting slightly above 2 getting uh, moderately above 2%. Didn't define what moderately above, didn't, divide, didn't divide, say what moderately is, doesn't say what sometime means. Here's the statement in December. With inflation having exceeded 2% for some time, the committee expects it will be appropriate to maintain the target range on the Fed funds rate until labor markets have reached levels consistent with the committee's assessment of maximum employment. It's not clear from the statement itself what it plans to do in terms of if inflation does this, what will we do next? Um, it feels in those statements of uh, these two these two uh, uh, researchers at Ohio State like a very unbalanced approach, which is contrary to basically 100 years of, not 100 years, but about 40, 50 years of Fed policy has been to provide a balanced approach. I still don't know if inflation comes in at 3% next year, what the Fed does in that case. It feels like they're leaving themselves a lot of room for maneuver. Why would they do that? We're going to talk about that in the next hour of the King Banyan Show here on The Biz 1440. Impact Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage. NMLS ID 128231. Equal housing lender. Non-licensed in all states, including New York. Offer based on loans over $250,000. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. With the holidays right around the corner, would a little extra cash come in handy? Instead of loading up those high-interest credit cards, get the cash you need the smart way. With home values at all-time highs and interest rates still low, Cash Call Mortgage can help you get the cash you need from your home's equity and get a low interest rate at the same time. How does a cash-out refinance mortgage and a rate in APR in the twos sound? We'll even cover the title, escrow, and appraisal fees. Need extra holiday cash? Want to pay off high-interest debt? Or just put money away for a rainy day? Then a cash-out refi from Cash Call Mortgage is the perfect solution. For a free quote to see if you qualify, go to CashCallMortgage.com or call us today. Call 800-931-6651. That's 800-931-6651. 800-931-6651. Up? Down? Sideways? Where does the stock market go from here? More importantly, are you prepared with your investment portfolio for whatever direction we head? Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike. They'll be discussing five investment mistakes you're making right now. Mistakes that could cost you your retirement. Alan Mike have solutions and strategies for you. Make sure you listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, 2 p.m. Sunday on The Biz 1440, or call them now at 855-231-6010. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-860-4610. 800-860-4610. 
That's 800-860-4614. Dad, guess what? What? You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. And I went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit maketheconnection.net. Business. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.